Hello all and welcome to this episode of Talking Taboo podcast. I'm your host Divyan Sharma and in this episode we'll be talking about taboos concerning suicide and mental health. We have with us today Dr. Anjali Chhabria, a psychiatrist and a psychotherapist who is widely known for her work in the field of mental health. She's the founder of a counseling center called Mind Temple and has authored a book called Death is Not the Answer. which helps in understanding suicide and ways to prevent it welcome to our show ma'am thank you so much for joining us thank you thank you devansh for inviting me it's a real pleasure to be with all you intelligent people here on this show <laughs> it's definitely our pleasure to host you ma'am uh, so ma'am before we get started on this conversation it is important to put this episode in the current context in the past one month discourse around mental health and suicide has definitely gained more traction especially after sushant singh rajput's suicide and is hotly debated across various platforms but i would want to know from you what is it that uh, makes people uh, or pushes people to be taking their own lives i mean what is the mindset when they are taking these actions why why do they do it so before i even answer your question you know it is uh, definitely true that this young man's uh, suicide got a lot of attention in the media but what i would also like to highlight that yesterday only i was reading in the news there was there've been so many suicides in kolkata itself and uh, i think what we need to understand is that uh, definitely what happens is that let me just put some things clear now a lot of people who end up taking their life you know it may look absolutely sudden okay hmm. but the fact is that at least 7 out of 10 of them have been contemplating this for some time so it's actually not as sudden as it looks okay now yeah. uh, you know when i was doing uh, research for my book what i did find out was that 75% of these people who kill themselves may be suffering from a diagnosable mental health condition hmm and it is only few in whom it may appear extremely impulsive hmm. now what is the final thing what is the final straw that breaks their back so what actually happens is that studies show that there are people who kill themselves actually may have a genetic history of someone in the family committing suicide or killing themselves or dying of suicide you know we've stopped using this term committing suicide because it's as if it's akin to committing a crime so what happens is that okay there is genetics then there is a personality so people who are uh, outgoing who discuss their problems who laugh at themselves you know who don't take themselves as seriously as some of the other people take themselves these guys are less likely to kill themselves but then there are those who are introvertish who get uh, really affected who are very harsh on themselves you know they get affected when anything goes wrong mm. so if a teacher makes a comment or if i if i made a mistake i don't forgive myself and these mm. are the people who keep beating themselves all the time if something goes wrong of course there are external stressors there are triggers mm. so it could be a broken relationship you know it feels really bad when 
someone who you've been talking to for so many months there's some stupid misunderstanding and the relationship breaks and you have your expectations which are not met the other person has expectations and the relationship goes sour now while most of the people can take this easily there are those who can't or for an exam like a failure in an exam or the inability to get a job of course yeah. now in the current scenario there is loneliness there is lockdown there is covid the stress of getting covid when you get covid when you lose a loved one now these are all stressors people talk about loneliness okay you can be alone and yet not feel lonely okay mm. and then there are those who can be in a group in a room full of people and feel lonely the other fact since i'm talking to all you brilliant students here is the role of substances almost 75 to 80% of people who take the final step could be under the influence of a substance so very important piece of information that i want to give all our listeners is that the next time someone is feeling low someone is feeling sad don't tell them go have a drink and everything will become all right okay hmm. the fact is that he or she may go have a drink and then just start thinking that why am i living because the depression actually becomes worse under the influence of substances and there is also something that we call as disinhibition we all have certain inhibitions and these inhibitions go away when you take a substance any psychoactive substance alcohol suddenly you say that oh forget it let me just take the final plunge so a, right. a little hmm. longish answer to your question hmm. but what hmm. happens is the fact is that each person is different and it's very easy to say oh because of this he killed himself or because of that he killed him he she killed herself the fact is it's a complex situation where there are different factors which come into play right absolutely absolutely i mean um, this is quite a complicated situation where where people may generally not understand how to you know help others so so on this point actually ma'am how do we actually go about helping others and and even before helping in fact how do we know that someone's suffering you know a lot of the times people may not actually share these problems so so what to do really actually the important thing over here is which i mean which is something that i would like to share with all of you is that you know 7 out of 10 people actually give out signs they they, mm-hmm. they tell you that i'm going to kill myself please help me because actually when people talk about suicide it's a cry for help they are waiting for someone to come and help them so we need hmm. to take these things really seriously you know so if your friend says are what's the point of living don't hmm. say oh my god what am i going to do how do i help him or her instead wait for a little private time reach out to that person i mean of course that same day and maybe that same hour take them to the side and say you know i'm a little concerned why did you make that statement Oh no 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 I was joking. No tell me. Tell me what has been happening to you. I want to help you. Yeah. And chances hmm. are and of course don't gossip about it. You know people don't know what to do so they go and tell each other are pata hai ye bol raha tha usko marne ka hai. Don't hmm. laugh about it. Reach out to that person because what happens is I mean uh, the young actor who you were talking about earlier okay now obviously his perception of himself and the world's perception of him did not match you know mm-hmm. for that for that moment while he decided that his life was not worth living 
So yeah. we really don't know what happened, what transpired. But my real wish is that I wish he had reached out to a few people who mm. and had shared this information. You know, I'm feeling horrible today. I just, I don't want to live. You know, I wish he had reached out because I'm sure if he had, some of his friends would have reached out to him and said, what's wrong with you? You are so successful. You're so intelligent. You're so smart. You're so good looking. Even if a few things may not be going your way. You know, but mm. the reason the world is shocked is because he seemed to have it all. You know, looks, intelligence, success, everything. Mm. And yet he took that plunge. Okay, so obviously right. there was a momentary, uh, whatever that moment had, where you think your life is not worth living. Because the person on that side starts feeling extremely hopeless about the future. Yeah. So it's that moment of hopelessness or, you know, or even maybe worthless that, oh, I'm not good enough. And you can't see the fact that you are of worth, you know, maybe something is going wrong and you may feel worthless to one person, but you're not actually mm-hmm. worthless to the rest of the world. Or you may yeah. even be feeling helpless. You know, I don't know what to do. I know there are lots and lots of people who thought they would get a good job and pay off their loans, you know, right now. And they haven't been able to do it. So they will be feeling helpless because they don't know now what to do. Death is definitely not the answer. Right, right. That That's definitely true. These are indeed depressing times. And uh, it has never been more important to reach out to others and, you know, uh, try to seek help. But ma'am, equally concerning is the fact that there is so much stigma around this and the statistics are of course mind-boggling that almost every 40 seconds one person takes their life and Indian share is one third in the global society and and that's quite surprising so in this context why do you think people talk about suicide in a hushed manner why is it a taboo still so earlier the whole thing was that only mad people visit psychiatrists And so because of that, if anyone was suffering from a mental illness or not feeling good, you know, even today, people like I go for seminars where people say, don't use the word mental illness. It doesn't sound nice. So I turn around and I tell them, I said, 20, 25 years ago, when I decided to take up psychiatry, there were actually people coming and telling my parents that, oh, tell her that, you know, we believe all psychiatrists lose their mind after some time. So high was the stigma. Nobody will marry your daughter. You know, such stupid things. Today, these are the same people who tell me that, oh, we are so glad, you know, you do what you do. Because actually, if you think about it, our mental health is the most important thing. You know, you may have all the abilities, but on a day you're not feeling good, you can't concentrate, you can't study because you're feeling anxious, you're feeling restless. But the minute you're able to calm yourself down and get a hold on your mental health, the day changes. You know, it could be raining or thundering outside. But if I'm in I'm in good control of my mental health, I'm able to do everything. So the stigma has been there for ages in our country, especially where if someone was suffering from a mental illness, they were taken to faith healers and those faith healers would beat them up and even th- sometimes molest them. And that itself would create a further burden on their own mental health because it would affect their self-esteem because they would think that they are really not worth anything. So Mm. now is the time to change the stigma. 
and now actually i'm so happy that you know there's so many young people who come out there whether it's actors whether it's doctors you know lawyers people come out and say you know yes i went through a depression i have taken treatment for it i went through a panic disorder i went through bipolar and people are talking about it and and yes we need to talk about it my figures of my book about one third of all the deaths happening uh, because of suicide you know that's almost 5 years 3 4 years ago and at that time the reason i wrote the book because i realized that suicide rate in our country was doubling and it has increased even further and one of the reasons is because people don't understand it and mm. you know what just writing one book in english is not going to help we need to translate the book into many languages because here you're only targeting an english population you know english reading population okay we need to go into villages we need to talk about the effect of mental health issues we need to identify the problems because according to who figures one out of every four to one out of every seven people is suffering from treatable conditions you know so once we start treating once we start identifying once we start treating these conditions people are going to feel better and definitely when you feel better and yes of course you know there's another myth about mental health that if you go to a psychiatrist they will give you sleeping pills okay yeah. and they'll make you sleep all your life okay now that's a myth because there are so many medicines in fact let me share something with you there are studies which have been done that psychiatrists prescribe less sleeping pills in fact it is the other doctors or forget doctors your own grandmother if you tell her i don't get sleep she'll tell you ha take this sleeping pill and go to sleep <laughs> or your own chemist will yeah. tell you that mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is that insomnia is a symptom mm-hmm. so if you're not getting sleep please don't drink or please don't take some sleeping pill and go to sleep in fact try mm-hmm. to understand why are you not getting sleep mm-hmm. is there an underlying condition are you just stressed mm-hmm. about something and worrying about it or are you suffering from a psychiatric disorder the first symptom of which is insomnia mm-hmm. so we really need to reach out and save these people and tell them that definitely life has lots of things to offer them and just because they are feeling so low you know you should not take the final plunge reach out yeah. and share whatever is going wrong in your life so absolutely ma'am that that's actually important but if you are talking about the role of therapists at this point i think it'll be important for our audience um, um to really understand what does therapy really do because a lot of people discard the idea uh, since they feel that you know no one can really understand what they are going through uh, in the specific set of circumstances and and of course i mean as you mentioned there are a lot of taboos around seeking this help so it's just a further disincentive uh from uh, moving towards psychiatric help so how do you think that a how do we go about addressing these taboos and more importantly uh, if you could just explain what is the involvement of therapists in the process i mean what do they so, do what do they talk about yeah so whenever somebody is going through an emotional condition okay it's important yes to meet a mental health specialist to find out whether it is a medical condition which you need to take medicine for but sometimes it is also our own personalities or we need the help of a therapist to help us look inwards to find out what we are doing wrong in the situation 
So there are different types of therapy. And when you go to a therapist, for you, you may be drowning in your problems. But the therapist is like a coach who helps you to swim through life to make you understand where you're going wrong and what if you change a few attitudes or a few behavior patterns of yours, how life around you changes. So that is the importance of therapy. Right, right, definitely. Uh, Ma'am, earlier in the episode, we talked about um, how a majority of these people who are trying to commit suicide actually have some diagnosable medical condition. So when we talk about these medical conditions, how do we, uh, I mean, specifically things like depression, how do we ourselves identify it? Because, you, you know, I mean, when to know uh, when we should seek help. And this is especially true uh, during lockdown when a lot of emotions might have been triggered for a lot of us who are trapped at home or are not happy at, in wherever we are uh, staying. So how do you think we identify these patterns so first of all, see a little not a little sadness, a little stress, you know, sometimes not sleeping properly, okay, or getting a little irritable because there are too many people cramped in one space. All these are natural emotions. But if a emotion is not allowing you to perform or is like a guest who is staying in your house permanently, you know, so even if things around you are getting better, okay, but you are still feeling distressed. Maybe this is the time to reach out and seek help. Of course, if you go online, you will find all the symptoms of depression. But what I would request you is not to start treating yourself or not to become your Google doctor. You know, there are a lot of people out there who you can reach out and take help from. So even if you have to, uh, you know, take help and the person says, no, no, this is normal stress. What you're going through is normal. It's better to overdiagnose in this condition and reach out to a psychologist or a psychiatrist and ask them if they think you need help or not. You know, just in case, like as we are saying today, that all fevers could be COVID, you know, mm. so just reach yeah. out. <laughs> Similarly, if you're feeling distressed, you're not able to work, you think you become someone else, your sleep is getting affected, your appetite is getting affected, and all the time your mind is burdened with unwanted thoughts or feelings, please reach out and take help. Definitely. A lot of times people are not being able to figure out uh, if something is wrong or not. So I'm sure overdiagnosing uh, may be the Absolutely. solution. Absolutely. Uh, Ma'am, we also talked about uh, how 7 out of 10 people actually uh, put out a warning sign for help. And, right. and your mention of this is actually quite pertinent because a lot of times, as you mentioned, we think that you know, why did this person do it? He was so happy. He was so rich, etc. So, I mean, is there any patterns in these warning signs? What are the yes. symptoms of? Yeah. Yes. So uh, what happens is that, you know, sometimes people uh, just kind of withdraw. They stop talking to other people. So while there are those who may openly talk about it and saying, I'm feeling distressed, you know, I really need help. But there is an equal amount of people who just withdraw and stop. You know, they'll get out of WhatsApp groups. They'll not answer your calls. The third group to look for is someone who has started taking a lot of substances, you know, either drinking them, drinking a lot and mm. or anger. You know, anger is also a symptom. So what we need to do is we, look, we need to look out for any behavioral changes that may be happening in people around us. And we mm. need to reach out to them, even though they may shut their doors. 
to us. So we need to persist and reach out and ask them if they are okay. So the friend who suddenly leaves a group or gets angry and irritable to to another friend who is actually talking about it and saying, you know, I'm really feeling very low. I don't know what to do. Who's going on crying? Don't tell her stop crying. Okay. Mm. Instead, reach out and say, okay, what what's happening? Can I help you? Okay. And many a times, only listening to them will help you to help them. Mm. At the end of that, take an appointment, seek someone who they can meet. And go and meet that person with them. Sometimes you may need to accompany them to the psychologist or the therapist and stay with them till they get better. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's very important to uh, understand how to behave with these people because it's a very sensitive situation. Um, ma'am, uh, just before we end this episode, um, I would like to ask you what should people who are showing suicidal tendencies do or or those who feel that they are depressed because i mean current situation is definitely going to see a lot of layoffs furloughs and a lot of people are going to see uh, their expectations not being met and they may feel worthless so as you mentioned that it it is a particular phase and it it's an instantaneous thing that in that moment you feel that there is nothing left to live on for so how to overcome that moment what should we so the do? first thing that we need to remember that we are not alone in this situation it's the first time the entire world is going through it hmm. okay the second thing is that to recognize the fact that yes i am feeling low and i need to put the shame aside and talk to someone about it okay so reach out to your family reach out to your friends tell them that listen i'm feeling damn low i don't know what to do Okay, many of the times, you know, when your friends tell you that, okay, I'm also feeling like that, you know, you feel that okay, you're not alone in this situation. Three, take help. Okay, please reach out to a mental health counselor or a psychologist or a, a psychiatrist and talk to them about it. Figure out whether it's a situational problem that you need to behave in a certain way or it is a medical problem for which you need to take medication. And the fifth thing is that. when you said that our expectations are not being met i think we have an expectation that all our expectations should be met okay so maybe right. this is the time to recognize that okay life was treating us in a certain way we were behaving like kings and queens that our expectations should be met now this is a time to realize that okay maybe our expectations will not be met and maybe i just need to sail through this time with just my head up there you know because right now only surviving it is important okay mm-hmm. there will be a time where things will get better i will get that job that i want the car that i want or the house that i want and mm. also things will definitely improve but we have to keep moving on in that direction mm. and there is strength in numbers so the more people you talk to share with you will get ideas from them and things will definitely change but most important is reach out for help yeah definitely the importance of reaching out cannot be overemphasized so and and it's it, as you mentioned it's definitely important to develop this perspective that uh, life is really valuable and hopelessness is not permanent failure is not permanent it's just a phase um on that note thank you so much for joining us anjali ma'am i am sure that our conversation with you has clarified a lot of things for so many people and we hope that our listeners are able to 
better help those around them who are suffering and behave appropriately keeping in mind the sensitivity of the situation so thank you so much ma'am thank you thank you for calling me thank you for listening to this episode of the talking taboo podcast if you like our idea and want to support it do follow us on instagram at we talk taboo and visit our facebook page at talking taboo a simple share and support will go a long way in mainstreaming these conversations and breaking the taboos that we seek to fight to stay up to date on the show do follow us on the platform of your choice we hope you like this episode and see you in the next one